0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good h- morning. Here we are. Uh, we uh, uh, this is going to be aired in. Do uh, you believe this? January of two
2: thousand twenty-three. <laughs> Twenty twenty-three. Like, wild. wild.
1: Here we go. You know, uh, another uh, fantastic year coming up. And so,
2: yes, when uh, we when we air this, we will be five days away from my son's wedding.
1: We are excited about that. And, Absolutely.
2: Uh, looking forward to it.
1: Linda and I are going to join you uh, for that celebration and uh, wish him uh, nothing but favor. And um, if they uh, I know you're getting ready for that, if they Have they decided yet where they're going to live, they're still looking, right?
2: they are still looking. In fact, um, they just went and saw another apartment mm-hmm. yesterday. They are very much in ask, seek and knock mode. <laughs> they right. are, they've narrowed in. They definitely want to be living in Beverly. I think we talked about that. And, um, and now they're honing in on exactly where that's going to be and what God has for them. And so they're looking at different places and praying through and went and saw a place yesterday that they absolutely loved. But, um, ended up being more expensive than what they thought when they walked into it. Um, and so that was a bit of an indicator, but even with that, we're like, okay, so the question isn't, you know, it's what about now? What do you have to say about that God? And, um, so they're spending some time praying about it and seeing what God's gives them peace on, um. But I believe that is narrowing that particular place out, is the last text I received as they were both coming to that that wasn't it, but it indicated some other things that they would like to see. So on with the journey.
1: (laughs) Great. Um, Is um, You think we can get them on uh, as guests to talk about their process or
2: we'll see they're a little like, bit, little bit shy you, right Olivia Caleb would come on Olivia is a little more gun shy to come on so um, I'll keep working on her a little yeah. bit
1: <laughs> just just tell her we'll uh we'll just ask her some questions and uh it's just sharing a, f- a few things it'd be fun to see how they right. go it'd be neat it would
2: be fun it would be as fun. a way
1: to verify God's will it's always fun to see people in the middle of it uh, mm-hmm to how you're approaching that and and uh, right. it's really it's really kind of fun to be part of that so well,
2: they have some fun stories already of just how God has been leading in terms of employment and things like that. That, you know, it's been fun to watch them on this journey and each journey is unique, yet it does all, you know, come back to abiding and ask, seek and knock and trusting his wisdom and really surrendering to him. And they're doing yep. a beautiful job of it. So it's fun to watch God show up
1: is um is does he have a a position secured already?
2: not yet um there's actually a little bit of a story behind that, so we'll see where this goes. but you know um I think we shared probably on the podcast that he had come out to Colorado yep. this summer and interned with you guys and um there are he's got some connections through school and through previous internships that um are definitely kind of back burner things for him, but he really feels like god is is bringing his was bringing certain connections for things. And interestingly enough, um, he did this 21, he felt led to do a 21 day fast recently. And on the last day of the fast, um, his friend dave actually that's one of his friend's parents who he lived with when he was out in colorado i'm mm-hmm. um, doing the intern with y'all called him and said hey i have this connection at this company in boston i think you'd be a perfect fit for mm. and i'd like to connect you with them and sure enough he talks to them and i it'll be interesting to see what god does with that but it sounds like this could be a good fit and so he is in the process of talking to them and praying and just seeking God's will on that. But it'll be interesting if of, you know, of all the things, the two months that he lived with this guy actually ends up being what produced the connection for this job. But right on the, like I said, 21 day fast day, 21, he gets a call from, from Dave that says, Hey, are you interested in this? I have this connection, you know? So fun to see what God's unfolding. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, it will be fun. Um, You know, and as we, uh, are talking about you know come and see uh, you know finding truth in a world of chaos is that you know world is becoming more complicated more difficult. We've uh, uh, you know gone through an election and uh, and all that that means and you know just the economy and there's just a lot of things that are struggling in terms of uncertainty. The big thing is uncertainty
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, of what's going to happen with inflation and what's going to happen with employment and uh, what about my business that I'm part of and uh, cost and the ability to pay for things. So there's chaos, you know, everywhere. And by the way, it's not just America. It's universal. It's around the world. Right. Uh, but the neat thing about what we say is come and see, uh, as we've been talking about this aspect of prayer, is that, think of it again, how beautiful this is, is I, as we have access to the one that can change things, can walk us through the chaos into his beautiful place because it doesn't surprise him. One thing that he keeps Mm -hmm. saying to us is nothing's too difficult for me. (laughs) Uh, So we can really take that and, and and understand it, that it's not about if we can just structure the culture or structure the economy or structure things perfectly, then we can be okay. God says none of that matters. Um, mm-hmm. i'm the one that can deliver to you this grand life in the middle of of a chaotic world in the middle of trouble uh you know let me deliver that to you and uh and so uh, the beautiful thing about prayer is it's not a wish list as we've right. said you know god would you here's mm-hmm. here's my list of things i need you to go do uh that would help me based on the way i see it so,
2: right. And could you just bless this? Cause yep. this is my idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so bless my plan and, uh, and go after, uh, you know, what you, what I think is a good idea. And, and I've learned, and we actually talked about it this weekend when we had this retreat, uh, we talked about prayer and we talked about what does it look like? And they said, basically we've learned that we go off, we bow our heads, we give God our list Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we know kind of that a lot of that list, the answer is going to be no. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while something happens and Hey, that's good. Uh, but I don't really expect all of that to happen. Whatever happens, happens, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so they've been relegated to sight in what, in what I call an interesting uh, thing called Christian fatalism. In Christian fatalism, what happens, happens. Why? Because, well, God's in complete control. Whatever happens is his will, which means, and I'm absent of that, by the way, and I I guess it just is what it's going to be, you know, and I try to help people, you know, look at that and say, you know, think through that a little bit further in a a real simple way. I said, uh, and, and we would do that with our couples up there. We said, okay, you're married, you're Christians, you're married, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do you think is God's will? Um, well, we're supposed to stay married and enjoy being married. I said, okay, that's God's will. Um, well, if, if you follow the pattern of the Christian world, half of you in this room will be divorced in the next five years. Mm. Uh, so you're, right. te- you're telling me that God said, it's my will for you to be married. It's my will for you to have a good marriage. But now now it's my will to have you divorce hmm. because what happened happened. No, no, no. Uh, you got to look at it as God has a will. He invites you to that will, but you have, a, you have an opportunity. But you to, have a
2: choice. A
1: choice not to follow that will. And then you're subject to the consequences of the sin nature, which, by the mm-hmm. way, is why couples get in trouble, is because they would get self-centered and I want, and I want I don't like what you want, and I've decided it's better to leave than it is to be with you. Um, or um, I, I just have my own ideas of what I think I'm going to do, and I'm going to go do it. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, prayer isn't giving God a wish list. It's It's going back to the beautiful opportunity to walk with him, to be in dialogue with him, because we need communication. We need to understand what do you have to say uh, what path do you want me to take? What what do I understand now? I have a question about this. And you get into dialogue. And he said, the picture of that is his disciples.
0: Mm-hmm. For three
1: years, they were in relationship and they just conversed. He said, well, that's prayer.
0: That's mm-hmm. what's gonna happen.
1: It's gonna keep going. Matter of fact, it'll even get better because I'm gonna put myself within you. Uh, so that our role is to learn how to enjoy that, that prayer. Uh, and last time we talked about, Uh, the conditions to answered prayer, which is uh, if you pray in my name and understand my authority and what I give you permission to do, uh, if you uh, abide in me and my words abide in you, what I say to you Mm -hmm. becomes in you, you can pray it. If you pray according to my will, I hear you, I'm listening Mm -hmm. uh, to do you understand it. And if you don't, which by the way is most of the time, I have more to do with you. You and I got to converse some more. Right. uh, And he will continue
2: if we stay in the conversation, he will continue to speak it in a way that we can receive it.
1: Yeah. And then he says, as you process this, you go from wondering, and this is where people are in terms of their wish list. Here's my wish list. I wonder if any of it's going to come true. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably not. Some of it, maybe, maybe most of it, no. Okay. Okay. He says, actually, when you when you actually stay in prayer with me and come to a point of knowing my will, you get to a point of boldness. Mm-hmm. Um, I can speak that. I can say it. I can I can count on it. I can say, "May it be done." Amen. Because why? I now know His will, and His will is is now going to be fulfilled, which He promises. So mm-hmm. He said, "It's not a passive thing; it's staying with me until you get to this very very bold place of." Uh, I'm boldly coming in to talk to you. And then I'm boldly going to proclaim what you and I understand, which by the way, might take days, weeks, months. Uh, And the privilege of it is, well, how cool is that? Uh, God says, I get to be with you and you get to be with me. And that's, that's wonderful all by itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as we look at that uh, and say, okay, I'm going to experience things. uh, One of the elements of prayer is uh, tapping into the very power that he offers us. And that Mm -hmm. is, uh, and this is something that we're, we're trying to let, let him change our thought about is usually when we're seeking his will, we're saying, what do I do? Right. He says, actually, it's the other way around is that when you pray, I'm going to reveal what I'm going to do. And I want you to join me in what I'm going to do. And there's power to that, both transformation of you. So I can take you from unforgiveness to forgiveness, or I can take Mm -hmm. you from anger to freedom, um, and I can make things change circumstantially, so I got a problem in my business, God says, well, I can resolve that because I can give, I can make things change because I have the power to do it, so let's look at uh, a really beautiful truth about this, Uh, go to uh, Matthew 9, it's a a two stories actually put together, Uh, Matthew 9, 18 to 26, Matthew 9, 18 to 26.
2: While he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd wailing, he said to them, make room for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when the crowd was put outside, he went in and took her by the hand and the girl arose. And the report of this went out into all the land.
1: Yeah. Uh, So uh, these two stories and we'll, we'll go through them. Uh, hey, my daughter's sick. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you come and heal her? And Jesus's response was what? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Uh, I'll, I'll go with you. Let's go. And by the mm-hmm. way, hey, hey, boys, disciples. Come along.
2: Come and see. Hey, yeah, you, you need to come and
1: see this and be part hey. of, of all that's going to happen here. So you come with me. Okay, great. We're, we're, we're with you. So they're walking through a crowd. Um, while they're walking through the crowd... Mm-hmm. To go to to this place and, and heal this daughter, uh, there's a woman who had basically has had a uh, a woman's uh, menstrual problem, and she can't. It's not being healed, and she's been. Another scripture tells us she spent a lot of money on doctors to try to get it healed up, and and none of mm-hmm. them could. So right. she's in trouble and by the
2: way, this disorder has made her an outcast and all kinds of things. That's right,
1: know? yep, so she's an outcast because of uh you know the way that the the cleans- cleansing went at that point and mm-hmm. uh, so she's not having a very good life at all right uh, and she's in pain and she's it's it's not uh, healthy and so she notices Jesus mm-hmm. uh, there, and uh first of all, she understood who he was. He's Messiah, son of God, with the power to heal. Right. Uh, now, think about, and, and she knew something deeper than that, which we'll talk about here, but just that alone, which by the way, is is uh, in Matthew 8, there's a centurion who's just not even religious.
2: Right. and yes, he, he knew authority. He knew
1: the same thing and said, well, mm-hmm. you have the power to heal, so could you come and heal my servant? Uh, you mm-hmm. don't even need to come; just speak the word. You know, just speak it. Yeah. I, I understand something. Why? Well, because on what basis did she know that? Ooh. Well, she observed it. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, was able to say, "I see something that when Jesus come, when people come to Jesus, they get healed."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's got the power to heal, and I've. All the things that I've tried aren't working, so I'm going to go there. Okay, right. and then she says something. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, mm. I can get healed.
2: Right. Um, There's a lot more symbolism in that hem of the garment, too, than what meets the eye, yeah. right? Yeah, and
1: that's what we're going to get into, is Good. Uh, she knew something that she actually demonstrated that she actually um, had been a, a devotee Of scripture Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and she did understand a truth about this because she says if I can just grab a hold of it and tap into that power Mm -hmm. I'm going to get healed and so she goes and grabs the hem of his garment and Jesus uh, and you can see this there's in Luke particularly in Mark uh, is uh, it said power went out from him
2: yeah, he, and he no, he noticed it. He felt it. Yeah. He knew power yeah. had gone power out. Power
1: had gone out. And he says, who touched me? Mm-hmm. And Peter says, what do you mean who touched you? Everybody's touching
2: you. <laughs> There's um, a whole crowd around here. <laughs> everybody's
1: bumping up against you. He said, no. He said, no, power has gone out from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he turns around uh, and it's this woman. Mm-hmm. And then he says, which he says here, uh, what? Your faith... Has made you well.
2: Has made you well.
1: Uh, well, what does that mean? Well, I believe something. I went after it. And mm-hmm. because I believed it and went after it, I experienced it because I knew something that I could, I could stand on and, and, and receive. So it's about the hem of his garment. Okay. So, well, what about that? I mean, that's the, that's the question. As you're in scripture, by the way, and you see something like that, that's how God wants you to abide is mm-hmm. is that well she said if I could just touch the hem of his garment and and see the question that God would have us ask is well why would she say that
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, because that doesn't make sense per se is it
2: what does that have to do with anything shouldn't she have yeah. just
1: gone to him and said, could you please heal me uh, mm-hmm. she said no i' if I just touch the hem of his garment i'm I'm gonna have have it happen and he says, hey, your faith made you well okay we got to find out so Well, you go study it, so go to Romans, or excuse me, Numbers 15, and read verses 37 to 41. Numbers 15, 37 to 41.
2: Numbers 15, 37 to 41, says, Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel. Tell them to make tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations, and to put a blue thread in the tassels of the corners. And you shall have the tassel that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them, and that you may not follow the harlotry to which your own heart and your own eyes are inclined, that you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy for your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God.
1: Okay, so uh, way back when God says, hey, by the way, um, I want you to put tassels onto the hem of your garment,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and put a blue line through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he says every time you see that. And by the way, I want all of my children to do that for all for their garment. And then basically, it, it look at it as the way we would consider it would be uh, a prayer shawl
2: mm. that
1: would go around our neck and hang down on both sides and it would it,
2: have these tassels with ha- the blue thread it would there. have these
1: these tassels and that would be mm-hmm. called the hem of his garment and that would be something that jesus wore
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh he was doing that and as he was walking through in in galilee jerusalem he would have this garment on
0: mm-hmm. that would have
1: the the tassels and it would have the blue line um uh, and so he's and he says here Uh, The reason is I want you to look at this Mm -hmm. and exchange your will. Because he says, um, uh, don't do your things that you're inclined to do in your own eyes or your own heart. Or your
2: own heart, right.
1: What you think is a good idea. It's saying, "You you follow my instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do, then you're going to experience the life of God. So he sets it up as mm-hmm. in the hem of his garment, there is an exchange that has to happen. Mm. And that is, it's, it's his will versus my will. And I'm to That's be really
2: surrender. It's
1: surrender. And it's, a, it's intended to be a visual. Hey, remember, surrender's key. Surrender. Mm. Sur- if you're going to walk with me and experience my power, surrender's key. Okay. Now. Uh, there's more to it. Uh, Go to Malachi chapter 4 and read verses 2 and 3.
2: Malachi 4, 2 and 3. But to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves, and you shall trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, And then go to uh, Psalm 36 and read verses 5 to
2: 12. Psalm 36, 5 to 12 says, Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep, O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of man put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures for with you is the fountain of life in your light. We see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of the pride come against me and let not the hand of the wicked drive me away. There are the workers of iniquity there. The workers of iniquity have fallen and they've been cast down or are not able to rise.
1: Okay. Um, so, um, these two verses, uh, are, uh, they say something and now she who was Jewish would actually know the actual words here.
0: Hmm.
1: We don't in the English. Right. Uh, So is
2: this the talking about with healing in his wings and then trusting in the shadow of your wings? Yeah.
1: So it says, uh, he, son of righteousness, Christ is going to come with healing. Mm hmm. In his wings, if you trust in his wings, uh, God and the word there for loving kindness is mm-hmm. a covenant loyalty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: God's that's going not has said or something like that's that. That's right. right. God
1: is going to uh, uh, fulfill his loyalty to the covenant. I'm going to make. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, mm-hmm. um, and and that all implies all of that and this is we have a we have a whole series on the covenant which we actually have gone through in on the podcast but we have a course on it but one of the things is healing mm-hmm. and fulfillment and restoration uh, because the covenant is available and it's available in in the shadow of his wings okay now this is what it this is cool in the in the Hebrew healing is in the hem of his garment Mm-mm. if you trust in the hem of his garment
2: interesting
1: this will happen and and so oh, that's why she did what she did is that not only did she know what what Exodus says, a mm-hmm. number said, but she knew these verses that Christ is coming with healing in his hem of his garment um, wow the covenant will be given in the hem of his garment and uh, and she knew something about that mm-hmm. um, it was. Uh, because of him and remember think about the power of this is that it wasn't just anybody's hem of the garment so it wasn't she didn't say well in everybody's hem of the garment is is healing no it's in Christ right he's got the power I got to get to his uh hem Right, because that's where the power is. It's really with him, and, and I got. She
2: pushed through the crowd to the yeah, Son of Righteousness, uh,
1: and I'm I'm going to get to him. And she did, and she gets healed. Because why? Well, because she exchanged her will for his. Mm-hmm. I believe that it's true that you have the healing uh, in your wings, and I just got to get there. Um, and basically, just think of the simplicity of it. She just pushed through.
2: Mm-hmm. until
1: she touched him she actually grabbed hold of the power that was there and it wasn't christ would you give it to me
2: right in she, fact he didn't even recognize it till right. the power had gone that's out that's right uh,
1: he uh, he she said i'm gonna take it
2: mm-hmm. um
1: because i believe it uh, and she believed it by faith not by mechan it wasn't a mechanical thing
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: is i believe this and he said your faith what you believe to be true is true uh, and so when you tap into God's power, it's really touching the hem of his garment. And what that means is hmm. surrendering my will to his, right? He's got the power. it's in him. I have to be with him. She couldn't say, well, hey Jesus, you know, could you do something for me? No she had to be with him uh, mm-hmm. and and grab hold of it and tap into it. And so that's what God says is be with me. Healing is in the hem of my garment. It's, it's in me. It's, it's, it's with me. Uh, and now fulfill it. And she did. And so it's this beautiful description of prayer is, and think of it, that's what drives you with boldness is, I got to get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got a problem. Um, I got a conflict. I got a relationship issue. I've got financial trouble. I've got this. I've got that. I got to get there. I'm going. I'm going to go right to them. And say, I'm going to grab hold of you, and say, I I believe that you can solve my problem. I believe you have an answer. You know better than I do. I'm going to stay with you, and I'm going to grab hold of here until until I receive it. Um, and God says, Well done, good and faithful servant. Exactly. Uh, hmm. Grab hold of the hem of my That's garment. A
2: beautiful example, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and
1: then and then by the way, she gets healed. Um, and then he goes to the to the uh, ruler. Uh, mm-hmm and in in that uh scenario all these people are saying she's dead don't Mm -hmm. bother anything and you you, you're too late right Um, and it ain't gonna happen um and they're mourning and crying and weeping already and and they basically uh complained uh and you can read this in in mark and luke they they complained that he he was too late Mm -hmm. uh and you you missed it and you you could have and how come and why not and Uh, God says, and you can read it here, what did he do? Put him out. Mm -hmm. Okay, you don't believe this. So I got to get you out of here. So he he moved them all out. And he said, the only people that can come in and basically to his disciples, you know, James and John and Peter, hey, do you want to come in? Do you believe it? Yep. Hey, parents, do you believe this? Yes. Okay, you can come with me. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now faith is there. And he said, okay, now... Yeah, she's dead, but I'm going to resurrect her, which he just did. Uh, and he mm-hmm. said, you know, get up and here's some food. <laughs> wow. Uh, because of why? Well, unbelief is what carries it away from the beauty of God. And belief carries you to the beauty of God. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, remember, the disciples are just learning this as well. So they're, it's not like, do you fully believe? No but they didn't have a resistance to believing.
2: Right. Are the, you willing to let me grow your belief? <laughs> the,
1: the other ones had already decided it ain't going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and that's what God is trying to say is that um, uh, if you would just move past your doubt, mm-hmm. it's not even that you fully understand belief. He says, that's okay. Just don't resist and say it ain't going to happen. So why right. bother? No, keep coming grab the hem of my garment, come with me, my healing is, is with me, my power is with me. Be with me, pursue me, talk to me, dialogue with me, and I'll show you my answers, which is which is power. Uh, mm. It's going to be changing things and you can trust it and you'll have supernatural things occur, uh, which is nothing but you know spectacular of what of what God's going to do. And so as we, uh, we go deeper with this, You know, we'll talk about these kind of things and what you can expect, but uh, it talks about come and learn my will, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: boldly receive my will, and recognize it's more than just a mechanical, natural thing. He's not going to have you manage life better. Right. He said, actually, it's going to get to the point where I'm now doing supernatural things that only I can do. Uh Um, and if you stay with me and pursue it and go after it, you're going to experience. And by the way, it does require you to at least be willing to let me give you God speaking. Let me give you faith. If you, if you resist it and say it ain't going to happen, you've just, you've just stopped the process. Uh, Mm. so it's kind of, kind of important. So we'll talk more about this next time. We're out of time here, but, uh, uh, lots to it. And what a great, (laughs) what a great revelation. Uh, great example, uh, about, and just
2: a great picture of surrender and yeah, faith and power. Yeah, you know? uh, of
1: why she went there. You know, so it's <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, Father, that. we thank you for that truth, and may we understand what it means to grab hold of the hem of your garment uh, mm-hmm. and receive your power. It's not mechanical, and it's not magical. It's you, and we pray and yes. thank you in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. This was just a great episode, and thank you for joining us, everyone. If this brought questions up for you, be sure to send them in, questions at afjministry.com, and we'll be happy to talk about it. Yep. Have a great afternoon. Yep. See you soon.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments